Yes, now, and welcome back to episode 97 of the Top Loader Podcast. And as ever, this episode is powered to you by Third Down Displays, your number one spot for card supplies, custom card stands, and great preparation kits. Custom card stands like the ones behind. Make sure you get them because they do look fantastic, especially with some of the news this week in the card world. You might be wanting to display some new slabs or some new cards on them. But first of all, H, how you doing, my friend? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. I've, I've I felt better. I can't lie. Um, obviously, nursing whatever this cold or COVID is, whatever I don't know. Um, probably the old uh, going out on New Year's Eve. But yeah, I'm all right. Not too bad, mate. Closing in on, uh, on episode 100 now. So um, yeah, the last uh, the last sort of three episodes, 97, 98, 99, and then we're on to the old uh, triple digits. Yeah, and the funny thing is, we say how close we are to 100, and it has been near enough 100 episodes since the last PSA special that we could actually submit modern-day soccer cards into, and they have announced it this week, obviously, a modern special, which is fantastic, not alone just for the soccer products, but for every single modern card you can think of can be submitted into this new one. So, H, it's about time that there's a modern special. Obviously, PSA are going to go mental within the next few weeks, probably with the amount of cards submitted. But this really does open up the door, not just to PC items, but investments and everything in between as well. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, it's been a long time coming. I think everyone's been waiting for sort of that uh, that modern special to be released. So no doubt it's going to go into absolute overkill, probably. And PSA are going to be absolutely swamped, um, obviously, for the, for the next couple of months. But like you say, it's... Uh, it's a great special that's been released, a chance for everyone to start grading sort of some PC items and, um, you know, still with a reasonably okay turnaround time. Um, but also giving, so they're giving everyone that chance now to grade some of their modern stuff. I know we had, a, we had a vintage special, I believe, recently, um, and then more so like an American sports one towards sort of the national. But yeah, now they're finally released, obviously, a modern, um, you know, everyone can start sort of pumping some, uh, some PC items and probably some, you know, maybe some sort of uh, quicker flips as you like. Um, off to off to PSA, which I'm no doubt me and you're going to be jumping on as well. Um, so yeah, it's been a, a nice little special they released. Um, fifteen dollars. So I said can't really uh can't really complain or argue too much with that. Um, so yeah, definitely a definitely a good chance to get some PC items. Uh, finally finally sent off to get the old uh get all slabbed up. Hundred percent agree with you. So for people who haven't seen it, these a bit more of the inner working detail. So obviously, like H mentioned, that this is the modern sports special. It is $14.99 per card if you are a Collectors Club only member. So it's one of them that if you're not a member, it'll probably work out better going via a third party. But the declared value of $250 less per card. So for people who don't know or might be new to grading, rather than that actually being the value of the card raw, that's meant to be the value of the card if it grades a PSA 10. So obviously it's a bit of a tricky one, especially on some of the rarer items, but just keep that in mind. The estimated turnaround time, so obviously this is an estimation, this is not set in stone, this could change, could be quicker, could be slower, it's around 50 business days. So don't get it confused with seven days in a week, it's Monday to Friday, so it's about 10 weeks roughly. So you're looking at two to three month turnaround, which is still fantastic. Um, obviously this does exclude TCG and non-sports cards, supersized cards, T3 cards, jumbo cards, coins and pins, packs, tickets, jumbo tickets, Funko Pops. So, obviously, it has to be as well 1993 or newer, which is very unlucky if you do want to submit a card from 1992. You can't submit that, but 1993 you can. So, H, obviously, having this special, if we talk first about PC items, 
I think me and you especially, but a lot of people have that card where it's like, I don't really want to pay £25, $25, £25 pounds to get it graded. However, when you reduce that down to, say, £15 and that £10 difference, whereas you might spend $50 on getting two cards graded, now you can spend $50 and get three graded and have a fiver left over. So it just makes it a bit more cost-efficient to get some items graded now that are probably just sitting in semi-rigid top loaders or whatever it may be. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, you look at it in the grand scheme of things, I think, oh, you're only talking sort of $10. But if you're doing, like, you know, five, six, seven-card subs, um, you know, that 15, 15 10 pounds story obviously makes a, makes a massive difference. So it may only be a tenner, but it definitely makes it a lot more appealing. Uh, people start sort of bulk, bulk slabbing, bulk sort of submitting. Um, people, I'm sure, have been waiting for a modern uh, a modern special to be released uh, to, to to do just that. So, yeah, I think it's a, it's a really cool, uh, really cool special they've now released. Um, it's had a good chance for everyone to sort of get those those cards that have sort of been, been set up, put aside in a grading pile as such, ready for... Uh, either the chance to send them off or for, for, for a special, which has now, now been sprung upon us. So, um, yeah, it's definitely yeah, a good time to now get those uh, get those sort of cards graded. And no doubt I've got about five or six in the pipeline ready to ready to go off or, should I say, be shipped to you first and then go off, obviously, to, to grading, which obviously is uh, is good. And so, obviously, hopefully that'll take off one of my first resolutions of the uh, of the year, which obviously was to get uh, a handful of cards graded. So, um, yeah, very much looking forward to, to that. Yeah, I think PSA must have been listening to us. We both say we wanted to get stuff graded, and then a couple of days after, they spring the special on us. So thank you very much, PSA, because I know of a lot of people I've spoken to so far have all said the same thing, that was, they've been waiting for a special to finally start properly grading, and we've got it now. So it'd be great to see. There should be, a, I'm guessing, two to three months. Obviously, it's going to be a bit too soon for this London card show. Potentially the next one after that, the second London card show of the year, even the third one, they should see a massive influx of PSA slabs back into the UK. So we might see a lot more cards graded rather than being raw, which would be great. And I know a lot of people obviously are buying from states. They're buying from over in the East as well. So a lot of them investment slash flip opportunities, you're going to see a lot more go through in these lower tiers. But then also it still plays the question of it's still two to three months and a lot of things can happen within that period of time. So, hey, I'm going to ask you a question here. Now that this brings into a fact of it's now a same, about the same price as SGC grading, obviously SGC you're looking roughly about three weeks, maximum four weeks, sometimes it's as less as one to two. In comparison to, do you think now it's a bit more of a no-brainer to go PSA that it's the same price, whereas before SGC you could be like, it is quicker, but it's cheaper as well. So now they've lost the cost-effective side of it, Obviously, some instances, time will be very key. But do you think now that a lot more people will go, actually, you know what? I'm just doing it PSA because it's the same price. I'll just have to, I'll know it might take an extra six weeks. I think it all depends on what it is you're, you're submitting and how patient you are, I think. Sometimes, obviously, you know, if you're looking to, to resell, flip, add value, um, you know, it definitely is a no-brainer to, to go to PSA for the same price as SGC. Because you know it's inevitable that you are most most likely to to have that extra value added onto a, a card, um, given the fact it's been graded with with PSA as opposed to SGC. However, obviously with SGC's turnaround times, obviously you're getting the card back relatively quicker than you would be at PSA. You know they're saying you know maybe a three month turnaround, but given the amount of submissions they're going to be getting in, is it going to likely be that quick as uh, that quick as three months? So I do definitely think people will probably 
start to second guess and think actually no for the same price it's probably more beneficial to send off to PSA wait that little bit longer want it add value B you know sometimes looks nicer and obviously for a lot of like stickers I do prefer SGC um, and obviously I've had a lot of my uh, vendor stickers graded with SGC and with the black border it does look really nice um, but in the same breath if you wanted to sort of add a bit of value or you know, a couple of PC items um, the same price as SGC obviously is a bit of a if you're patient enough and you're happy waiting that extra time it's probably a bit of a no-brainer to, to go down the PSA route, especially given it's literally $15 a card. So, um, yeah, I definitely think it's going to have a lot of probably uh, a lot of decisions sort of having to be made as to where uh, where the card's going to be sent to. But like I say, it just depends on what age you're grading, how long you're prepared to wait, and um, you know what the actual objective is as to whether it is to add value to a, to a card or not. Yeah, and I think another big one as well, because I was thinking about this the other day whilst talking to someone else who was sending off a card, and I was debating it because with PSA, obviously, the fitness of the card depends on the slab so obviously your, your typical 35 slash 55 point cards it's a, the nice sleek thin mag uh, sorry slab but then the thicker cards it is a thicker slab and i'm not overly keen on them i've got an example here for example this is a 35 point card nice and thin but then in comparison to this one which is a 100 point card you can see it's a lot thicker so if i put them next to each other for people who are watching along you can see it's quite a bit of difference between the thick and thin slab. And obviously some people don't really prefer the bulkiness of the thick slab. So, H, my question to you, obviously I know there's potentially one or two cards that you have which are of thicker card stock. Would you still send them off to grading as well? Are you as keen on the thicker slab? Or is it mainly for you getting them encapsulated and protected? Um, Yeah, it's a bit of a... It's a bit of a weird one. Obviously, like for me, obviously, I've got the Gunther Steiner dynasty that obviously I want to get sent off uh, for grading, obviously, ideally with uh, with PSA. So there's also I've had a couple of obviously of like impeccables, immaculates, that sort of thickness with PSA before. Yes, arguably it maybe doesn't look as slick, obviously, in a, as a thicker card in a PSA slab. On the other hand, it looks 10 times nicer. So I think particularly for the dynasty I've got of, of Gunther Steiner, it will be going to PSA. Um, just purely because of the card, the value, um, what I bought it for and what I could potentially resell for in the future if I ever decide to sell it. Um, but I think with a lot of the thicker cards like the Impeccable, the Immaculates, to some degree, they look just better in the mags. Um, whereas I think obviously just the, your normal sort of 35 PT cards obviously look really smart when they're when they're slapped up. So it's a bit of a mixed bunch with with the sort of the thicker cards being being graded. Um, I know with SGC, it doesn't really add a whole lot of thickness onto SGC. You can notice it a little bit. Um, obviously, with PSA, it's significantly more noticeable. So, I think for me, it just it just really depends on the card. Um, like obviously, with the Steiner, it's definitely going to be on PSA, just given the the value and what the card actually is. Um, but I've got some other sort of impeccable cards or immaculates that I'm just thinking is I'm happy with them in mags. They look a bit nicer in mags with sort of the mag sticker on there, as opposed to sort of almost trying to like jam them into a uh, to a slab as such. So yeah, I think it does. It looks smart still. Don't get me wrong. It does look really smart still. Um, but it's, it's just depending on the sort of the card, the value. Um, and I said, what again? What you want to do with it in in the future? But um, yeah, it's a bit of a mixed bunch, I think. Obviously, with the thicker cards in sent off a grade, and I've seen the Beckett, and they don't look too bad in Beckett. Um, but so obviously, you, you can't you can't really argue with PSA. No, I definitely agree with you there. And I think another one, and you briefly mentioned it earlier in terms of stickers compared SGC and PSA. And it was I was looking at this the other day because I've got stickers both in PSA slabs and I've got them in SGC slabs. And obviously, with the launch of the WSL sticker book. 
Um, I'm thinking I might send some of these off. And now I'm in a bit of a predicament that do I send it to SGC? Do I send it to PSA? Where do I prefer it to go? Obviously, if it was a big rookie, then it, I think it's a bit obvious it does go to PSA. But for one of them that are more PC related, my old excuse was I'll just send it SGC because it's cheaper. But now it's not cheaper. You've got a real big question. And obviously the black border, I think, does look fantastic around stickers. But then also, not like I'm ever going to sell them, but it's always in the back of your mind that PSA is just more attractive to buy. Um, if you've got two slabs next to each other, PSA, say a PSA 7, SGC 7. The PSA 7 is always going to go for a higher amount than the SGC 7. So, and But my dreaded thing, my most feared thing is sometimes some stickers turn up in these gigantic slabs, which are far too big on PSA. And that's like the worst case scenario that you, you receive it back and you've got like a surfboard and it's like a little sticker in the middle. So, hey, obviously you do run that risk with PSA and stickers. But if, for example, for people watching along, it might just be their favourite player. Obviously, it might be rookies. It might just be because it looks good, the sticker. Sticker, SGC or PSA? Uh, um, I think I have to go SGC, just purely because of some of, the, some of the stickers I've got graded already with SGC. Um, obviously, in terms of the way they look with the black border in, I do, I do think it looks really smart. Um but then PSA adds value and it does look just as smart with PSA. So it's a sticky one. There's so many pros and cons for, and again, it's obviously both SGC and PSA with regards to stickers. But I think if I had to, if I had to pick one right here, right now, I think it probably would have to be SGC, just based purely off a of PC. Yeah, I was going to say that pun was horrific. I know he didn't mean it, but when he said a sticky situation on a sticker sub, it is fantastic. If he meant it, kudos, but don't think he did. But we will move along slightly from PSA in a second, but obviously we, what we're going to do is we're going to work out our sub, and then what we're going to do is follow it along the stages for you so you can see the progress on it. So we will show off in one of our upcoming episodes before episode 100 what cards we have submitted to PSA, and we're also, what we're going to do is give a prediction of what we think it's going to come back as as well. And then we every few episodes or whenever we have an update on it of moving to the next stage within the different stages at PSA, and then when it's on its way back, and then also obviously once we have them back in hand, then we can reveal the grades, which I think would be quite cool that you can follow it along with us. So do pay attention for that either in the next episode or to uh, episode 99, because there's going to be some very nice cards going off and potentially some stickers as well. So obviously we won't say any of the stickers slash cards we're sending off yet, H, but you excited to finally get some bits sent over to PSA? Yeah, definitely. I think it's been long overdue, a long time coming for me to finally also get some cards sent off to, to PSA. So um, hopefully it's almost like beginner's luck in terms of what sort of grades I get back. But um, yeah, definitely looking forward to, to seeing what, see what what goes off and what comes back. And hopefully it will be uh, it'll be worth it in the uh, in the long run. But either way, obviously it's going to be PC. So it should be nice to get some get some slabbed up. I understand. Agree. I think I've had a lot like that as well. I've got a lot of outstanding things that needs going to PSA slabs, which will be going off into PSA slabs very soon. But moving on to another couple of talking points, before we talk about a bit more about Disney, because we've seen a lot more of it being broken now. Also, Deco's been a lot bigger. There was a teaser picture put out for a certain Topps Dynasty set. Obviously, we're guessing it's just going to be UEFA Champions League Topps Dynasty. We knew this set was coming. It was leaked quite a while ago. But the first picture has come out of an on-card auto. Well, we're led to believe it's on-card auto at the moment because we've seen R9 signing them. 
patch auto with the Real Madrid, like the crown of the Real Madrid logo. H, it pretty much blew up the Instagram as soon and Twitter as soon as it come out, or I should say X as soon as it come out, because it is a generically fantastic looking car. But we know Dynasty is going to be great from what we've seen in F1. But this could really be interesting prices on these sets when it comes out and resale and breaks and everything like that, because this is the first proper true top premium top product that we're getting for Champions League. We've had Sapphire, we've had Chrome, we've had sets like that, Museum, for example. But this is top of the game, even if you look at F1 as well. It's top of the game, the top prices you get. It's going to be a very interesting release to watch. And we can all dream of probably having our favourite player in it, but it's going to be expensive. Yeah, I think there's no doubt the price point is going to be very much probably topping impeccable slash immaculate slash national treasures, depending on where it's going to sit and how much it's going to retail for. But, you know, we've seen sort of through Dynasty, you know, it's one card a box, I'd imagine. Um, you sort of see the price of, of Dynasty for F1. So is that price of football inevitably going to be more? How much more? Um, you know, we, see, we know what the prices are of impeccables and immaculate. Obviously, you're getting four, five, six cards in a box. Um, or tin, should I say? Um, so how is that going to oppose to obviously one card that could potentially remortgage or pay up the mortgage in your house, um, or you know end up losing sort of seventy five percent of the money in the box? So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what it retails for, and interesting to sort of see what the checklist is going to look like, and sort of you know a bit more information. This should been released. We said one card that probably is one of the best cards you could pick within the within the whole checklist. So um, you know they very much put the teasers out there. Um, or the teaser, should I say? Um, but yeah, I, I don't imagine this being a very like you know, I say cheap, like it's going to be fifty quid, but I can't imagine it being you know a a reasonably priced product. Probably the best way of putting it in comparison with you know immaculate, impeccable. Um, I can imagine it being sort of you know definitely up there within the the thousands for a uh, for a box. Yeah, like we say, we know the people who have been signing. We know our nine's been signing. We know. Obviously, in the past, Messi signed, Haaland signed. So it's going to be some big cards, but also you've got to think on the contrary as well, that not everyone's going to be worth 5,000, 6,000 pounds. There's going to be some cards in that set that probably go for 50, 60 quid. So it's going to be a very interesting one to watch, and especially breaks are going to be very intriguing because 99.9% of people are not going to hit. It's one. It's most likely going to be a one and out kind of product that if you hit, well done, everyone else no, and you can imagine the R9 spots is going to be probably a couple of hundred even per box. So it's going to be a tricky one. Obviously, it'd be very intriguing to see what retail is on it. I think people are having guesses is obviously in the hundreds anyway, if not getting close to a thousand, especially on the resale market, especially when the checklist comes out. And we wait to see, like um, F1, is there going to be jewels, like dual on card auto, which is very, very not seen much often especially the higher-end stuff, and especially some of the legends they've got. So it promises to be one of the sets of the year. Obviously, it's very early stages at the moment. We haven't seen checklists. We haven't seen any more cards of it. But, hey, this could really be one of the contenders for soccer product of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, it's definitely going to be up there. Um, I think, you know, it's definitely a sort of a, a newcomer into, obviously, the, the soccer scene, and there's no sort of better product then dynasty to obviously to bring in given we've seen sort of the uh the popularity and the sort afterness obviously in within f1 so 
to now bring that into into soccer and have some of the bigger names like R9 on card possibly. Um, I think it's going to literally blow up the the hobby in terms of sort of you know. I mean, we saw how nuts everyone's going for Disney. So let alone obviously, uh, let alone Dynasty. So it's definitely going to be a going to be a big one. That's for sure. And I think it's just a matter of time to sort of see when everything gets released, what it's costing, who's in the checklist, and yeah, it's going to be uh, turning a lot of heads. That's for sure. Yeah, and like we say, talking about top products, I would love to be able to say our Merlin looks fantastic. It still hasn't shipped for anyone who is waiting for it. So hopefully that's we've heard like there's been rumors going around that uh, shipping next week or expected to be within the next 14 days that people are receiving them. So that's going to be a fun one to watch out for. Merlin's always quite a cool set. Uh, but obviously Deco is in full swing now. It's been out for a couple of weeks now. It's it's a very good looking product. I know we spoke about it before, but it's still doing quite well with Deco. It normally goes to a high straight away in terms of prices and then it settles down at a price and then slowly starts going down. Um, any bit, any more thoughts with deck after you've seen quite a few more cards of it? Is it still like a solid set? But like we say, it's always a bit of a, a bit of a warm up, so to speak, that product for the what's to come. Yeah, it's definitely as you said, this year is definitely sort of a, a bit of a warm up for players in new kits, new teams. Um, I said a warm up obviously of, of this year's worth of releases. So yeah, it's still a solid set. There's still been some good pulls. I've seen also, I think I've seen like a bow in one of them that's been pulled. So there's still a, a, a good amount of, of product in there and it's still got a good amount of resale in there. Um, but as you say, in my eyes, it's a bit of a, a bit of a warm-up about obviously going into this year now with some of the Prism, obviously being the, the biggest release coming up. Um, so it's just sort of a ease yourself into 2024, is a bit of deco and get ready for Prism. Yeah, like we say, it's, it's a very interesting time here. Obviously, Panini's release of uh, Prism is due out in pretty much three, four weeks, and then closely behind it is Breakaway and Choice in February, as they've revealed on the schedule this week. But also in the Prism world, there was another release this week, and that was the American football, obviously the NFL Prism, which is one of the flagship sets of the year in any product, and some of the prices are crazy. Anthony Richardson, one of the best players in the last draft, his price has been going mental in it. Obviously, at the moment, it's a bit of a tricky one with Panini, with NFL, NBA, and other sports that the licensing is up in the air. A lot of players are signing with Fanatics rather than Panini, but still a great looking set. And it's a bit of a, I always call it a bit of a dry run for Premier League because you kind of get to see the cards, what they look like, what some of the parallels look like. And it looks fantastic. So if you want to see a bit of a preview on Prism, so have a look at a few of the breaks in the NFL one, and it'll probably start getting you a bit more excited for the Premier League one. But obviously moving on after uh, the American football which is a fantastic set. It's another couple of questions I've got for what I've been reading on Twitter and about different things about Disney. Um, and hey, obviously you are a Disney fan. How, honestly, if someone was comparing it, the dual autos are going crazy, especially the big ones, especially the Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse one. But why are people paying so much for the dual auto, depending it's just printed on? They could have printed on they could have done whatever they wanted. It's, obviously, it's a short print. That's given. But people are playing a very high premium for the autos, depending. Obviously, it's not actually signed by the person. Yeah, it's a very, it's a conversation that's definitely got a lot of opinions attached to it. Um, you know, like you say, it literally is a printed auto. It's not, it's not hand side by the character, by who played the character, who played the voice of the character, anything like that. It literally is just a printed auto where someone's written out 
Nemo or, you know, Donald Duck, anything like that. So I'm playing it off. Obviously, I, I really like the product. I do really like it. I just don't agree necessarily with some of the prices that people obviously are. I say people are pricing that. It's just the retail market, I just think, or the resale market story has just gone bonkers over it. Um, I think, you know, looking at four digits for a dual auto from a Disney set that, yes, arguably is cacawal uh, obviously aside the, the the most sought after disney set but to go from i think what 130 retail box to 500 pound in terms of retail resale box value now um it's just it's bonkers and i think you said you know looking at 1500 quid two grand for a, for a dual auto um for lc and autos that are that are inevitably printed on so it's definitely said got a lot of opinions um a lot of mixed opinions not necessarily saying that I'm against it or that I don't think it's right. I do think the cards are incredibly, incredibly good. I think the, the, actual, the actual process behind the set, the dual orders are really, really nice. Yeah. I just don't think the resale market is necessarily massively switched on in terms of the prices that they're reselling for, particularly the autos. Yeah, like you said, I definitely agree with you. Four times on what the retail was for the box, it showed... Like there has been some big cards here as well. A lot of the big cards are starting to get hit. A lot of the one of ones, obviously the quad autos, the dual autos. So be interesting to see over the next coming weeks slash months as the last remaining of the big, big hits slowly start to emerge. Does these price of these boxes still hover around the £500 to £600 mark? Or do they slowly start going down in price? You start seeing them tickle down into the 400s, maybe into the 300s. Who knows? Like we say, there's no. I don't think anyone can disagree how good this set looks. It's a fantastic looking set, but it is just like the UEFA Champions League chrome. It is a very high print run as well. But I've been seeing Mickey Mouse's number to three nine nine doing like seventy quid, and I'm like, it's just mental. Obviously, everyone knows the pull Disney has, but surely H, this ain't sustainable for these high numbered cards to be going at these prices. Yeah, I still think we are at that initial you know, first release peak in terms of some of the prices. I do think over time they are going to drop down to, you know, the number to 399 particularly going for, you know, no more than a tenner, I'd imagine. Um, but I said, I do still think we are pretty much at that initial peak steep, um, obviously of the, the resale market. And I do think inevitably they are going to drop over time. It's just by how much and how quickly. Because the way it's going at the moment, it's not looking like it's dropping anytime soon. Um, it's still very much as the highest point. So... Yeah, it's only a matter of time or a matter of sort of uh, patience to sort of see what the market does with, with Disney and how quickly it will either drop, plateau out, stay at the same level it is or continue rising. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely to keep an eye on. I'm interested to see sort of what it what it looks like in a couple of weeks' time. Um, but, yeah, at the moment, it's just it, it's bonkers. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. I've been seeing – I've watched quite a few, but I only participated in one. Um, but watching breaks and watching the resale market, it is mental. And like I say, it is a fantastic looking product. Um, by all accounts, obviously, no one's got anything really back from PSA or any of them yet because it's been it's such a new release. QC's looked all right on it so far. I haven't seen any in hand so far, but of speaking to people, it seems like a very good set like in terms of QC, which would be nice, especially for the people who want to get it graded. So obviously, the special is sports only. But would you, if you was to go after any cards, obviously we know your favourite characters, but is there a certain parallel that you'd like to chase after? Because no doubt you're going to want to try and pick up some here and there, well, when the prices are actually all right to do so. 
Yeah, I think obviously I, I think I said in the, the previous episode the one before that maybe obviously it would be also the colour match for both Donald Duck and Lightning McQueen. I think the blue parallel for Donald Duck and I think also the red parallel for Lightning McQueen obviously would look really nice. Um, but with the red being to five, I'm not in a rush to get that in any way for, for Lightning McQueen. And I can't remember for the life of me what the blue one is. I think it's a 75. Um, obviously the blue one for Donald Duck I think would look really smart. So they're the only two that I'd really be rushing or looking at to, to get. Um, obviously Donald Duck being more prominent than that than the line of McQueen, given that that's to five the red color match. Um, by the way, yeah, I'm really just sitting tight and waiting for the market to sort of uh, sort itself out and sort of see where some of the parallels and cars sort of start start ended up at and um sort of you know make a little make a little punt from there. I'd imagine. Yeah, like I said, it'd be a great one to find. Obviously, as anyone picks up any sets or hits anything and breaks, obviously you'll be the first to know. We we'll always tell you every week on here, and obviously. We don't even have to do any resolution updates yet. It's too early. It's not like anyone's ticking anything off. However, grading might happen soon. But anything caught your eye in the last week, H, that you might have been thinking about buying or maybe making an offer on? Because it's obviously a bit of a quiet part of the year, January. But you do get people selling after the mad Christmas rush and everything like that. Yeah, it's been a handful of stuff I've seen sort of over Instagram or over sort of eBay and stuff that I've had my eye on. Um, nothing really jumping out as such. Um you know, the odd sort of Arsenal graded cards, sort of a uh, Steiner, um, sort of, you know, the odd bit of F1 here and there. But I don't know, really. I don't know what I'm sort of looking to buy next. So I know I've got a couple of stuff on my, obviously, resolutions to pick up this year. But, um, yeah, obviously, there's going to be a lot happening, I think, over the next couple of weeks. So I'm sort of just sitting tight and waiting to see sort of what, what comes up, um, what comes up for sale, what gets listed. And, um, and sort of, yeah, going, sort of taking a little punt eventually hopefully in the next couple of weeks um or making us my first pickup for the for the year so yeah i think it's just a case of just seeing what happens over the next few weeks seeing some some of the new updates uh sort of new sort of new uh new releases and stuff and and make a decision from from there really but so it's been a, been a handful of stuff that i've seen that i've liked um just obviously the price has been wrong or you know i'm not uh it's not jumping out at me as such yeah january is always a bit of a quieter month everyone's still chasing their losses after all the presents at Christmas and everything like that. But like we say, February is normally quite a busy month for the hobby in terms of people have that little bit more cash flowing about to buy some stuff. And obviously, car show season does start rolling in in a couple of weeks' time, starting in Manchester near enough. And then you after that, you've got back-to-back weeks near enough, everything for about six weeks. So it's going to be quite an intriguing one. But like we say, actually, we've seen a lot of you as well using our code TTP10 at uh, Third Down Displays, getting your new custom stand, stuff like that. So well done, everyone. You've saved 10% so far. Obviously, if anyone still does want to use it, there's a link in our bio, or it is TTP10 at discount. But if you do want custom car stands or anything like that, if you do PSA submissions or favourite players, do go over and check them out. They're great guys as well. If you ever have any questions, you can ask me, Harry, obviously messaging at the podcast or even third down as well. They are fantastic in their responses. But like we say, it's been another fantastic episode. Obviously, 97 now, nearly at that three-digit mark. It's um, It's been a great episode, obviously, looking over PSA, which has been the big one for this week. It'll be intriguing come three months' time how many more cards they've graded. But like we say, a massive thank you again for every single person who's tuned in watched along or was listening along on their journey to work or wherever it may be. We hope to bring you some very special guests soon as we've got some nice things in the plans. And honestly, it's not too far away to London as well. But from me and Harry, I hope everyone is doing well in 2024 so far, buying, selling, trading and all of that good jazz. But most importantly, happy hobbying and good night. <laughs>